Good morning, and welcome to Gravitational Performance Sports. This morning, I wanted to cover some topics that we have previously discussed or I have written about um, in the educational articles of the website. And uh, most of it is geared, obviously, towards sport. Some of it is geared towards the fitness industry and uh, people that are um, non-athletes. Uh, most of what I discuss is in regards to the mental mindset, which you'll read uh, quite often on the website and is also uh, geared towards sports psychology. As most know, uh, my background is uh, sports science, sports studies, and um, I have uh, I have uh, a lot of education in sports nutrition and sports marketing, um, and I target all areas of sports in, in general, in the sports sciences. Um, I think it's important to incorporate all of those uh, topics, uh, areas of interest in order to uh, maximize um, the, you know, all aspects uh, for an athlete to be successful. With that being said, I've written a lot about um, injuries in sports because right now uh, my primary focus in uh, a dual masters is uh, sports medicine and sports psychology. Um, and uh, gravitating everything in sports medicine to a psychological um, intervention uh, perspective. So when you navigate to uh, the educational articles, you will see um, it goes eh, it goes a little eh, it goes pretty far back. Um, I have updated the website, so I have um, lost a few, quite a few of my articles. I just haven't pulled them over yet. Um, but uh, once I receive more interest in, you know, in the educational articles, then I am definitely um, capable of adding more. So right now I am discussing the psychological intervention in injury and sports and going off of a recent post that I had written about. And uh, I will go ahead and read through some of it. If you guys have any questions, feel free to contact me. Uh, if you're on my social media, following Instagram, contact me uh, via um, instant or private message. Or shoot me an email uh, from the website. You're more than welcome to do that. It goes to gravitationalperformance at gmail.com. Uh, the psychological intervention can oftentimes be overlooked in the world of sports. During the process of an athletic recovery, a team of sports medicine professionals, it could be you know coaches, um, anywhere from a coach through the um, physical trainers, sports nutritionist, dietitian, anybody in that field, work closely together to quickly rehabilitate the athletes back to play. Through the past eight years or so, psychological intervention studies have improved, whereas we before, there were very few there were very few studies of that being distinguished. And I've quoted uh, the role of psychological-based interventions in the prevention of injury in sport to um, <clears throat> to understand the core mechanisms that intervene in one's psychological mindset. 
major factors that are in relation to with a uh, relationship with the stress response must be distinguished um, for sport programs and schools that do not utilize a sports psychologist this process can be overlooked therefore resulting in reoccurring and overused injuries I say that because a lot of programs um, are not able to you know have they don't have the funds it means to uh, utilize even a sports uh, a team dietitian a team physician um, most of that most of those professions are specialized and they are technically utilized at a collegiate and a professional level um, after after high school some high schools though are able to uh, you know get boosters and um, are able to afford afford that some private schools um, those those uh, kids are very fortunate to have that because again going back to the sports medicine professionals and a team of professionals it takes an umbrella of people, not just having a coach. A coach is not the only aspect to sport, and they are not going to um, be able to get you. And and there are some, I can't say for all, but there are some coaches that probably could do it all. Uh, but for an athlete to reach maximal potential in sport, they need this umbrella of professionals. And it starts with proper nutrition, believe it or not. Proper nutrition will lead you towards the success of your overall performance. You know, you've got your trainers. They're going to te teach you technique. Um, your coaches are going to, you know, implement that technique. Um, your sports nutritionist dietitians are going to structure specific meal plans per individual athletes depending on what kind of sport, how often, your age, etc. A lot of information goes in with that. Um, and then a sports medicine professional, uh, you know, will be there to assist and prevent injury. They help with prevention of injury and so forth. Anyway, stressors, a major life events uh, do have a negative impact on athletic performance. Everyday stressors may be a physical or psychological impact, and both can force a negative outcome in the preceding season of sport. Um, that means going into the next season or practicing for that specific season for Olympic athletes. It's a four-year, you know, technically four-year contract of proceeding into that season. Um, they're constantly training at different intervals um, throughout their year. Everyday stressors range in a wide variety of effects and inflict a different response from one person to another. Although it has been mentioned that athletes impose more stress than the non-athlete, the truth between the statement varies based on the physical and psychological demands that one undergoes. I completely disagree with that statement. I do not believe that just because um, you're an athlete means you impose more stress because non-athletes, they they have they have their everyday stressors, which is something that I also discuss quite a bit and quite often. Everyday stressors or life stressors, life being, you know, disease, um, death in the family, et cetera. Everyday stressors being things that are imposed, inflicting on your day, whether it's jumping in the car, getting, you know, getting stuck in traffic, et cetera. Um, um, so yeah, life events such as death, illness, and financial debts, everyday issues such as traffic, work, and unexpected 
<laughs> events are among the few stressors that may intervene with an athlete's ability to perform at their best. Um, identifying the variables of stressors. Personally, history of stressors and coping mechanisms are factors that may affect the stress response of an athlete. Um, the extent to which these variables are absent or present among each athlete will indicate the uh, severity of each factor. The indication of athletes that have little to no coping mechanisms and specific personality dispositions, which means the high anxiety, um, can and will demonstrate a greater stress response when placed in stressful situations, which in turn are more likely to be at risk of injury from muscle tension and disruption of attentional process. Um, that being said, stressful situations are physical impacts, um, you know, a high jumper uh, practicing, a sprinter practicing, hurdles, um, depending on the type of practice, the uh, performance being, um, you know, uh, being worked on. Um, collecting these variables are part of the process of identifying the proper interventions to reduce the injury. Um, that's obviously going to be collected from a team of sports medicine professionals. Throughout the process of stress, three variables are identified. Um, intervention, stimulus, and response. Um, intervention tools that may be used during a psychological-based injury prevention are uh, cognitive and biofeedback techniques, relaxation imagery, and counseling, attentional strategies, stress management, cognitive behavioral stress management, and psychological skills training. Um, various intervention tools uh, to perform uh, to reduce injury and in sports performance. Um, as mentioned, very few studies have been examined but are quickly on the rise today. It is becoming a uh, becoming a more noticeable um, profession or specialty in sports. So aside from just you know your general psychologist, people are specializing in sports psychology now. They are seeing the. Um, the dimensions and and how um, important it is to actually implement a sports psychologist. They work in various areas in their specialty in sport, um, and I can go into that further, further um, into my studies. With improved research and interest in psychology and sport, more intervention tools are being utilized and tests are being implemented within different sports segments. A number of techniques were delivered in 1989 individuals, pairs, and groups of the U.S. alpine skiers. Um, these techniques were attention control, imagery, and other mental skills and were associated with a reduction of Im injury, increased self-control, and Im improved self-confidence. Um, in contrast, the use of audio tapes of attentional strategies were used to help mold and shape the associative thought process among 10 marathon runners. That was back in 1990. These test results were positive as athletes demonstrated optimized training intensity and re reduced injury. Um, relaxation tools, cognitive and biofeedback techniques, and control of blood pressure, heart rate, and muscle tension are extremely important uh, 
tools and they're very beneficial to the athlete. They were also among the several tools that have been used um, in various studies performed with all positive outcomes. This is something that I utilize um, in some of my new stuff that I'm, I'm working on. And uh, I'm working on a 365-day, obviously one-year calendar notebook, and that will be coming out very soon. Um, and it's, it's guided for a weekly, bi-weekly uh, basis of how to implement certain uh, strategies and techniques, uh, various intervention tools as discussed. Um, for the, not just athlete, not professional athlete, but all athletes, whether you are in elementary school, high school, collegiate, elite, professional, etc. Um, and for a fitness person, which indicates that you are going to the gym, you don't have a coach, you don't have a trainer, um, or you do have a trainer, you do have a coach, they are not um, technically... Uh, educated in this department and don't have the certifications or tools necessary to work on somebody's psychological aspects in fitness and sports. So I really gear towards that as well as the non-athlete. I think it can help boost somebody's uh, motivation, inspire them to get into more of a fitness uh, lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle at that and these, these techniques are just great in general to implement into your 365 days uh, throughout the year. Um, applying tools such as relaxation, biofeedback, and imagery techniques are among the few strategies used with athletes to help reduce anxiety and assist in rehabilitation throughout sport comp um, competition. These interventions are great tools that can also be used outside of sports, as I just mentioned. Um, these stress management techniques may not work for every athlete with the same sport injury, but practice and executing these techniques may help athletes reduce their risk and work through rehabilitation of injury in sport and that is all injuries so discussing the variables of the stressors that are implied whether it is a um a daily stressor or a life stressor those are huge and that is something that i will be covering in the 365 day calendar um i call it kind of like a notebook um, it's something that you can take around and, you know, work on it. Again, it is structured for you're going to, you know, you're going to be told how to work on those stressors. So if it is going to tell you, um, we're going to do, um, let me see here, like mental skills imagery or, um, relaxation techniques. Let's just say that one. It's going to be either two weeks or a four-week period, a whole month. It's going to go over a quick little, interview, uh, you know, jot down, if you will, like a, a side note of what it means, why it's important, um, identifying the process. And then it's going to tell you how to do it. Um, and then given that you follow that, it will be applied daily. That's something that you can have. My goal with this is to um, reach out to the community aside from professional athletes, which obviously is my structure, um, my background. 
but it's to reach out to everybody. So you have a way to utilize um, a, a mental mindset coach in, in sports psychology, um, somebody with a great education in sports studies, sports science, and you know, with that profound knowledge of inc- incorporating all of those um, areas of specialty that I mentioned at the beginning of this um, podcast is is to have the tools necessary to apply that to your life and to be able to have access to that because um, going to a sports psychologist um, one-on-one, they're going to work with you and they are great. This is a given tool, um, the ability to utilize this, not have to pay the cost. It's not going to be upfront and specifically um, designed per individual, but it is geared for everybody and to, you know, give you a better mental mindset. Um, if you have questions, again, feel free to reach out to me via email, via chat, whatever way you can find me on um, the online uh, open office hours that I like to call it or nine to five. Um, sometimes I'm on at random times and, you know, chatting with various people around the world, which is great. Um, I've been very honored to um, see that a lot of people from across the U.S. and other countries have been signing on and reading the articles and subscribing to the website. We have great, great information here, and it's just growing. If you are um, in the sports science industry and you're one of the professionals working in this, whether you're a coach, sports nutritionist, sports dietitian, um, you know, a sports trainer for a specific team, reach out to me. If you have an article that you would like to publish on the website, I would love to uh, review it and and, uh, connect with you. Um, I think this is a great tool for everybody in all areas of of, uh, performance, if you will, physical performance, to utilize and to implement. It is all research-based, and none of this is uh, just theory, my own personal thought. If it is, then I will definitely um, state that. When you go to the everyday read section, that is more of the blog, if you will, for this website. I don't call it a blog. Um, I just, I don't necessarily care for that word, especially for, um, my specialty and this being structured towards uh, research blogs are great. Nothing wrong with it. I just call it the everyday read because it is exactly that you can read this any day and it be more lighthearted, not necessarily educational or research based information. Um, most of it is going to be geared towards the health uh, health aspects, sports medicine aspects, personal beliefs, that is where that is more of your theory, my idea. Um, and again, and it could be based off of just my own personal life. I try not to put too much of my own in there, but um, I do at least try to incorporate some educational um uh, you know, information. Um, if I'm writing a meal or something, I will post, uh, you know, the benefits of what is in that meal and why it's good for you. So I keep it lighthearted. Um, again, if you want to reach out to me, shoot me a text, email, whatever. And I hope you guys enjoyed this and I look forward to the next podcast. Have a great day.